Welcome to Food Freedom Radio. I'm Laura Hedlund, a student of permaculture, a person who knows and should know that cheap food is not cheap, and someone feeling vulnerable about today's topic. Um, I've been doing this show for 10 years, and so I know a ton, a ton about healthy food, right? But two weeks ago, I learned that my own cholesterol level is really high. It's, it's at 240. So today's show is all about cholesterol. Um, should I take a drug or can I treat this with nutrition? What is cholesterol? Why does it matter? And why do 7% of Americans' children ages 6 to 19 have high cholesterol? Why is this happening? Today's guest is Dr. Elizabeth Clotis, uh, who founded Preventative Cardiac Clinic in 1999. She authored a book, Slay the Giant, The Power of Prevention and Defeating Heart Disease. She served as a founding editor for CardioSmart, and um, she's also the co-founder of Step One Foods. So welcome to Food Freedom Radio. Oh, thanks so much for having me, Laura. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, what an incredible background you have. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, my gosh. Well, so I've been in cl- – so going back, um, my education is Mayo Clinic and Johns Hopkins. That's where I did my um, internal medicine and cardiology fellowships. I've been in practice for over 25 years. It goes by fast. Um, and and I've just, you know, over the years have migrated from treating the symptoms of heart disease to, to treating the root cause. Um, because along the way, uh, you know, very topical to, to our discussion today, you know, I realized that, you know, high cholesterol is not caused by a deficiency of Lipitor, <laughs> right? Like cholesterol is caused by a deficiency of the right foods, but that's not how we treat things, right? Like high cholesterol, here's a pill. High blood pressure, here's two pills without ever addressing why the, the cholesterol blood pressure are high in the first place. And, and Honestly, you know, the the end result is that you don't cure anything. You know, my my waiting room never changed. You know, people just kept coming back for, you know, kind of a revolving door of follow-up visits. And, And that's not why I went to medical school. I went to medical school to cure to help people, you know, not need me anymore. And and so something was was wrong. And it was only when I started to delve into nutrition that I realized, oh, duh. Duh. <laughs> Like I'm, I'm, I'm not addressing the the right thing. I'm treating the wrong thing. Okay, and this is incredibly common, high cholesterol. Oh, yes. So, um, over you know, depending upon which statistics you look, I mean, it's it's around a hundred million Americans have have high cholesterol. Over seventy million Americans are candidates for statin drugs, so medications like Lipitor, Crestor. I mean, that's astonishing. Like that's crazy. That's mm-hmm. crazy. Totally is crazy. Okay, so uh, so let's step back. This is the basic. What is cholesterol? Yeah, so cholesterol is a waxy-like fatty substance that is actually required for the body. You know, every single cell wall in, in our bodies has some cholesterol in it. We use cholesterol for hormone production, for, you know, for various um, important cellular activities. But we tend to have way more of it than than we need circulating in our bloodstream. And you can think of it a little bit like garbage to some extent, and that garbage has to go somewhere. And so it gets deposited in the lining of our arteries. So that's kind of the underlying reason for atherosclerosis or the buildup of plaque in our arteries. 
Okay, so um, you know, when I hear the word plaque, I think of teeth. <laughs> I just do. <laughs> so, is there a similarity in that? Is that? I mean, is there? I mean, it's is yes. it? It's like we want to make sure we brush our teeth well and yeah. keep our teeth clean. And so the same is true with our body and how we're feeding it. We want to make sure we have plenty of fiber. Those yes. types of things. Yes, yes. So it's it's a it's a little bit different in that plaque on our teeth kind of develops on the surface on, of our teeth. Plaque inside arteries accumulates under underneath the surface and and so so it's a little bit different from that perspective um, but it is just as un, uh, just as unwanted <laughs> right right I know this just um, so uh, why should people be concerned about their cholesterol levels so cholesterol is is probably the best studied and most consistently linked risk factor to developing atherosclerosis, this buildup of plaque, and cardiovascular disease. And heart disease is our number one killer. It is just, it's astonishing. Year in, year out, COVID, no COVID, heart disease kills more Americans than any other cause of, of, of death. Um, and 80% of it is preventable. It need not exist. I mean, that's the amazing thing. Um, and cholesterol is one of the keys to that. It's not the whole thing. I mean, there's multiple risk factors that go into it. There's smoking, inactivity, excess weight, diabetes, or high blood sugar, high, high, um, blood pressure, age, family history. But really, you know, if you look at that, of all those risk factors, five, so high cholesterol, high blood pressure, high blood sugar, excess weight, poor diet, are related to food, to food. So our number one underlying cause for heart disease is what we eat. And, you know, as I I started this show, it's because I'm almost vulnerable because there's almost this like blame the victim or shame the victim when Actually, it's a systematic problem with the way we do food. Do you agree with that? Or the way food is in this country? I mean, turn on the TV and it's all cheeseburgers and French fries and cookies. And, you know, that that's pretty much. Yes. <laughs> we are, we live in a dysfunctional food environment. And we, we are surrounded by foods that are hyper palatable, calorie dense, nutrition poor, convenient, and inexpensive. What could go wrong? <laughs> yeah, sugar, salt, fat. Right. Sugar, salt, fat. Yes. And, then, um, and um, also, I mean, so uh, in because in, I have been doing um, gardening. I helped start a community garden, and I have goji berries in my yard right now. So I go out and pick my goji awesome. berries, and I have, I have hazelnuts. I even have a peach tree in the yard. So when I'm at home, I'm very, very healthy with what I eat. I eat a lot of legumes. But I must admit, it's the restaurants. It's 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 getting out there. It's when I'm act when I'm I just don't when I'm not eating at home. That's yeah. where I seem to have the most problems for myself. And um, is that what you believe too? Yeah. So it's you know I mean one of the reasons and you know I started a food company is because I realized how hard 
this is, how hard this is. If you make everything from scratch, you have your own garden, you, you know, you <laughs> chop all day, right? You can, exactly. I mean, it, exactly. it, 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 it works. It works. And, and this is, you know, this is the learning that I had when I started to really focus on nutrition with people. When my patients followed my advice, when they switched to a whole food plant-based diet, right, that's full of beans and greens and nuts and seeds and fruits and vegetables and grains in their most whole and unprocessed forms, like it was like a miracle. I mean, medications list shrank, diagnoses melted away, like patients literally became non-patients. I was curing people for the very first time. The problem was I could count those cures on one hand. It's hard. It's really hard to do this, again, right. because we are surrounded by foods that are, are terrible for us, and, and they're easy, and they taste good, and they, you know, the dopamine receptors go off as we eat the salt, sugar, fat. So, so they're addictive. Um, so, the, so, you know, absolutely, if you can, you know, you can do this yourself, but it can, it can be difficult. However, you know, the, the, the whole point with step one foods is you don't have to be perfect. You just have to be better. So let's jump in because this is, I, I, I jumped on it. I learned about it. Uh, as I said, it was only two weeks ago that I learned my <laughs> cholesterol was high. And so I did, um, I, I was a little aware of step one food, but then I went online and I did buy your 30 day plan. <laughs> it's yeah. a really simple 30 day plan. And so, um, so I got the starter kit and it's, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. So, so here, here's the here's the thing. We know what to eat to reduce cholesterol. We just don't, right? Because it's not convenient. Because it requires chopping and you know, and <laughs> right, and, right, and, right. And, and chopping differently and cooking from scratch. So, um, what we did was to make it super easy. Um, the four main nutrients that are missing from most people's diet, but are instrumental to cardiovascular health and and cholesterol lowering are whole food fiber, antioxidants that come from plants and vegetables, um, those healthy fats, omega-3s, and then plant sterols, which are natural cholesterol-reducing components of plants. Um, those, if you get those in the, in the right amounts, you can actually have significant cholesterol reductions. And we did a clinical trial. We looked at this um, and evaluated, you know, this approach where you just change out a couple of things you're eating a day for, you know, step, step one foods. But honestly, you could do this yourself. You can, you know, you can <laughs> go online, look at the ingredients and, and do this yourself. There's nothing magical. These are, these are whole real foods that just happen to be super convenient because most of us are on the go and, and yeah. we don't have time to be chopping all the time. Um, but anyway, just, just two small swaps a day, typically breakfast and snack, and you can see significant cholesterol reductions in 30 days. Like that's the amazing thing. Like people think they have to turn their lives upside down, become, you know, yoga practicing <laughs> vegan triathletes, right, <laughs> to see any sort of response. But that's not true. Even tiny changes can add up to big things over time and sometimes in a very short amount of time. So in 30 days, and we did the, the trial with Mayo Clinic and University of Manitoba, so really good, you know, high-quality partners, um, and, and found that in 30 days, you can drop LDL, so bad cholesterol, an average of 9%, which if you democratize that cholesterol reduction across the country, 
we would finally dethrone heart disease as the number one killer of Americans. It's that powerful a change. So that's on a population level. On an individual level, we saw people who had 20, 30, close to 40% LDL reductions. That's a medication level effect attained with food. Wow. That is so cool. So you're listening to Food Friend Radio, and we're talking about step one foods, high cholesterol, and a healthy diet in a nice, simple, easy, common sense way. Sane and kind. You're listening to Food Freedom Radio on AM 950, Progressive Voice in Minnesota. Welcome back to Food Freedom Radio. I'm Laura Hetland, a student of permaculture, a person who knows cheap food is not cheap, and uh, someone who's feeling a bit vulnerable because I actually have very high cholesterol. And I've been talking about healthy food for 10 years, and I have very high cholesterol, which I just found out about two weeks ago. So I did jump on uh, Step 1 Foods. I I signed up uh, for your 30-day um, just do this really simple plan. So talk about what this 30-day simple plan is. Yeah. So um, simple is the key. Um, So we wanted to, you know, we wanted to make changing food, improving nutrition as easy as taking a pill. Um, because that's honestly what this is competing with. This is competing with a <laughs> Lipitor, right? And and so people know they can, you know, most people will take a medication twice a day. So we thought, okay, what if we just had them eat something different twice a day? Like, that's it. You don't need to do anything else. You don't need to start exercising. You don't have to throw your life upside down. Just try this. And the foods, if you if you look at the website on steponefoods.com, you'll find that, that there's a variety. You know, instant oatmeal, a pancake mix, a smoothie mix, there's some bars. And typically these foods fit in best to breakfast and snack, but it really doesn't matter. It's whatever whatever makes sense for you. And the idea is that you swap out two things you're eating a day for, for these items. Like that That's it. Um, and then 30 days later, you know, um, go in and get your cholesterol checked and, and see what happens. So for someone like yourself who's trying to affect their cholesterol profile, what we would suggest is, well, get a baseline test. Right. If you've had something done within the last six months and your health has been stable, that that's adequate for a baseline test. And then eat these foods twice a day, like like instructed, like you would a medicate, take a medication. And then while you're still on the foods towards the end of that 30 days, go in and have your cholesterol rechecked and, and see what happens. Yeah. And, you know, here's, here's what I would say. I wish I could promise everyone the moon that everyone's going to have, you know, amazing cholesterol reductions. I can't do that. Everyone's individual and everybody responds differently, even to medications. It's, you know, everyone is kind of an an experiment to some extent because everyone is absolutely genetically unique. Um, But but the amazing thing is the majority of people see an improvement in 30 days. And, And that's my big message is, you know, we have so much power over our own health that is related to what we put into our bodies in terms of our nutrition, you know, mix, um, that we can see tremendous, uh, you know, tremendous health improvements that we affect ourselves that are not pill dependent. I'm not against medications. I prescribe medications all the time. That's not the point of this. But the truth is medications are 
only a part of the solution. They're not the whole thing. And we, we rely on them too much to solve the things we can solve ourselves. We can work upstream. So again, um, I'm going to just go through some of the, uh, the products that we have. So I, I bought the, I bought the, the 30 day starter yeah. kit. And so one is, um, a pecan bar or, yep. or it's a simple, pecan. yeah, a simple bar. So, and I got like 60 servings yeah. of, of this. Um, and, but the ingredients on this is really super cool. Um, Dried cranberries, dates, almonds, pecan, white chia seeds, oat bran, walnuts, raisins, flaxseed, plant stoyers, and sassatoon berries. It's yeah. about as simple as you get. <laughs> it's it's real food. I mean that that's that's the thing. We've we've forgotten the power of real food. But I but I would say that it's, you know, it's not just eating the right foods, it's eating the right foods in the right amounts, right? Because you really, you know, to if you're doing this to affect a health parameter, right? You, you kind of have to be, sci- not kind of, you have to be scientific about it. And, and you know, like I said, we know what to eat, we just don't. Well, I, it, there's there's a lot of data and, and it points to certain levels of these nutrients that I talked about earlier, right? The fiber, the omega-3s, the plant sterols, the, um, the antioxidants that will actually affect cholesterol. So what our foods do is add in 10 grams of whole food fiber per day. This is for two servings. So 10 grams of whole food fiber, which is really significant. You know, most most people have about a 10 gram per day deficiency of, of, of whole food fiber. So we help fill that gap. We add in two grams of omega-3 fatty acids. Those are the super healthy fats that help lower triglycerides, raise HDL or good cholesterol and, and help lower LDL. They're also anti-inflammatory. In cultures where omega-3 fatty acid intake is high, you know, the, the rates of cardiovascular events is, is, is lower than what we experience. Um, omega uh, antioxidants are are powerful free radical agents. They come only from from fruits, vegetables, grains, you know, legumes, etc. Um, and you can think of of us having exhaust when we you know when we burn energy, and that exhaust is toxic. It's it's anti it's it's inflammatory. So having an an oxidizing, meaning it's kind of like causes our body to rust. Antioxidants help, you know, negate that effect. So, so they also help reduce the, the, um, the, the wear and tear on our, on our arteries from a biochemical perspective. And then finally, plant sterols are actually the plant version of cholesterol, which sounds weird. Like, why mm. would you eat cholesterol to lower cholesterol? Um, but they actually help, um, reduce bile reabsorption. We can go into the the mechanism of, of that if, if you like, but they help reduce bile reabsorption in the digestive system, which actually helps um, it helps reduce cholesterol absorption and and, lower, and lowers cholesterol levels Th- inside is, our bodies. Yeah, that is actually quite um, interesting because I, I had an. Uh, but uh, you were quoted in a, a recent article in U.S. Uh, News and World uh, Report that um, uh, like only about five percent of Americans consume the daily recommended fiber. Yeah, it's crazy. It, it, you know, this is, again, we, we, we have allowed ourselves to, you know, not be, I guess, victims, maybe it's a little bit strong, but, but, but to be, you know, so, um, I don't know, eat in a way that is counterproductive. And, and it doesn't have to be this way. 
Right. I mean, I think what I'm really trying to prove with step one foods is that you can make the right foods for people to actually build health instead of building disease. We live in a food environment that builds disease, and it doesn't have to be this way. You know, it is it is astonishing to me that you walk into a grocery store and you, you know, and you think it's a safe place, but actually it isn't. It's a minefield. I mean, you should be able to walk down any aisle, put any product that you see on the shelf in your cart and feel good about it. And that's not the case. The vast majority of those packaged products are are, are contributing to why we're so sick. Yeah. And like, I know um, one of the things I was really impressed is that you don't have sodium in your products. Mm-mm. And I don't miss the taste. I was kind of surprised by that. Yeah, and you know, this is our products taste what real food tastes like, which is which can sometimes be an adjustment for people. You know, if you're used to salt, sugar, fat, right? It 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 may be kind of a like a wake up call, like wow, this is this is different. On the other hand, you know what what is you know if you use great ingredients, that the products still taste great. They're, they may be a little bit different. And what I would say for people who are who are kind of reluctant is, you know, taste buds change over every two weeks, right? So we grow accustomed to the things we're, we're eating and start to crave them. Um, so even if it doesn't taste quite, you know, what you're what you're what you're used to, you will come to love these because you actually feel better, and the mm-hmm. whole thing kind of works together. So today's topic is cholesterol and diet and the connection between eating well and feeling well. And with us is the founder, co-founder of Step One Foods, Dr. Elizabeth Coldus. We're going to take a break and we'll be right back. This train is bound to Welcome back to Food Freedom Radio. I'm Laura Hedlund, a student of permaculture, a person who knows cheap food is not cheap, and somebody with very high cholesterol. And I, I didn't know this. I mean, I, I'm surprised. I, I, it's like I'm almost 60, and I did not know I even had high cholesterol. Is that rare? I mean, do a lot of us go around with high cholesterol without being aware of it? Well, it's something you can't feel, right? And and we talked about earlier how 100 million Americans right have cholesterol that's too high. So this is very common and and part of, you know, part of changing it is is, you know, getting tested and knowing, you know, what your numbers are. Knowing your numbers. Yeah. And um but then so kind of like the first response from the medical system is go on a drug. Yes. Why is that? <laughs> Why is that? Um it is it is how we're taught. You know, I I look back and I and I'm 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 like you. I'm a foodie. I'm interested in 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 food. I'm interested in the biochemical effects of food, nutrition, et cetera. I think it's so critical to health. Um, but but we're not taught this. You know, I look back and and from the time I finished high school to the time I hung up my shingle as a cardiologist, it was 14 years of education, all directed like get to medical school, go medical school, you know, the residencies, internships, um, fellowships, et cetera. It was 14 years of education. How much time do you think of that dedicated, you know, we're going to make you into a, into a cardiologist um, pathway was spent on nutrition education. You tell me. 
okay, let's let's talk about it in hours. How many hours? I've heard horror stories about that, like next to none, and especially when you put that zero. in. Zero. Zero? Zero. Okay, so zero. heart disease is the leading cause of death. It's and got- the number one reason why people develop heart disease is, is nutrition-related, and I got zero education on nutrition. I mean, it's, it, it, it is – it's it it is actually shocking, and it and it should be distressing to people to know that that their doctors know so little about food unless they're they're passionate about it themselves and you know and, and really dig deep and and here's what I would say the 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 happy thing is that there is a growing body of of physicians and community of physicians that are you know they really are taking the, this on I'm, I'm a member of the nutrition work group at the American College of Cardiology where you know all of I think 50 cardiologists strong but we're vocal <laughs> and, and, we're, and we're trying to take on the world but but it, it, it you know it, it th- these things are changing but but we are woefully, woefully behind in terms of, you know, helping our patients um, address the root cause of their disease. So um, let's talk about nutrition then. Yeah. Well, how should somebody eat um, to lower the cholesterol? So what's what's interesting to me is that as I've been, you know, delving into this, into this area, um, here's what people should know. No matter what the question is, the answer is the same. I want to lower cholesterol. What should I eat? A whole food plant-based diet. I want to prevent dementia. What should I eat? A whole food plant-based diet. I want to avoid cancer. What should I eat? A whole food plant-based diet. <laughs> I want to live long well. What should I eat? A whole food plant-based diet. Like you get the idea. So, so it really is. And if you look at the diets of people who live in blue zones, and those are those communities around the globe where people experience exceptional healthy longevity, the, you know, they're, they're, that's their diet. And it's, like I said earlier, beans, greens, nuts, seeds, fruits, vegetables, grains in their most whole and unprocessed forms, right? So steel-cut oats, not, you know, a, a, a puffy oat cereal. Um, <clears throat> an apple, not applesauce or apple juice, right? Carbs and, and plants as close to their original form as possible. Meat Animal products are, are typically condiments or, or consumed, you know, once a week, something like that. So kind of opposite to us, right? For us, like a meatless Monday is like, whoa, we're so amazingly, you know, progressive and, and we're, you know, we're, we're making all these, 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 you know, great choices. No, it's like it's way more, it's way more plant-based than, than, what, we, than what we consume. And that can be actually quite, quite simple. Like um, I have um, one of my favorite cookbooks is actually, um, uh, it's, it's, uh, it, I'm going to get the name next, but one of its recipes is just take over oats and dice up some apples and put that oh, on the overnight stove. overnight oats. Overnight oats oh, yeah. or oats and apples on the yeah. stove for 10, 15 minutes. I mean, there, there's a lot of really easy ways to the, cook this way, but it's not what's advertised on TV. No, no. And, you know, and, and going back to my earlier statement that, you know, s- small changes add up to big things. When I when I first talk to my patients about eating this way, they sometimes go like, "Oh, I don't I don't know. This seems like this seems like a lot," and and you know, first of all, just just the the cumulative effects of a small change, right? An apple a day seems lame and it seems small, and if you just do it for one day, yeah, you haven't you haven't made much of a change. But an apple a day for a whole year 
means you have consumed three bushels of apples. Like we forget that, you know, we eat every day multiple times a day. So tiny, tiny changes can have big effects. And if that apple is an exchange for a cookie that you normally have in the afternoon, like that's a health transformation. And you just did one thing. The other thing I would say is, you know, for people who are used to eating, you know, meat with vegetables at dinner, make us make a make a small shift have vegetables with meat you're still eating it sounds pretty subtle you're eating the exact same things you were eating before you're cooking the same the same things you're just changing the proportions and you're getting closer to that plant-based way of eating um and and it has effects it has it has benefits St. Apples is a great time for the apple orchards, and there's so many fun and wonderful farms still here in the Twin Cities. I discovered um, Sweet Tango last year. It's like, mm, oh my God, I love that apple. Variety. I do too. Yeah. I do too. A painted lady, I think, was the. But anyhow, uh, yeah. yeah, I love I love uh, brand funds. Um, so let's talk a little bit more. Um, if someone wanted to go online and order your system, yeah. like the 30 day system, yeah. which I did. So I got the bars and um, oatmeal, and then these sprinkles things. And yeah. so the whole plan is pretty simple. You eat this twice a day. Yep. Instead of something you're eating already. So this is this is meant to be a substitution, not an add-on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, like literally, that's it. I, you know, I, we could, you know, I wish there was more to say, but it's that simple there. You know, you don't have to, like I said, you don't have to turn your life upside down. You just change out two things you're eating a day and then get tested. Get tested and see how it works. See and like, how it works. So, I mean, like last night I had um, oatmeal. Um, uh, in the evening. Yeah. It's like, well, oatmeal's not just for breakfast. You can have a little oatmeal snacks so you don't, uh, in, in the evening. A- absolutely. There's no right or wrong here. And the cool thing is there's, you know, there's, there's nine different products and they are all equivalent in terms of their nutrients of interest. So, you know, if, if, if you like pancakes and you want to eat pancakes twice a day, okay, it's, it's going to be this, you know, the same in terms of fiber, you know, antioxidants, plant sterols and, and, and omega-3 fatty acids as if, as if you use different combinations. So it, we made it really, really super easy. And I was actually surprised that all of the, everything did not have sodium. I, yeah, just... so actually the, the pancakes are an exception because they have they have baking powder in them. Otherwise, they'd be little pucks. <laughs> 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 but but we don't add any any salt. So so there's so there they are you know no to to minimal sodium, just naturally occurring. So it, it's I'm I'm very proud of these products. You know to to get something um, that not only is good for you but tastes good and, you know, and is easy and convenient and, and doesn't take a lot of time, um, that, that's not simple to achieve. Um, and the other thing I would tell you is that along the way, I've learned so much. I've learned so much. I've learned so much about the food industry. You know, even getting, um, you know, typically when when you scale scale production, you go to a co-manufacturing. So someone that, that has the equipment and can do this, you know, at a much faster, larger scale than, you know, you kind of reinventing the wheel, buying the same equipment and, you know, mm-hmm. sort of kind of efficiencies of scale. Um, what I learned was, you know, no one could make our products. And it's because they don't have the flow agents and the syrups and the binders and the, and the things that make those products go through the equipment. Like, it, so, so we've... <laughs> That's fascinating. Yeah. So we've even lost the, the knowledge of how to make real food. 
Well, that's uh, so. I mean, and it took you seven years to. You, so you're a cardiologist, and you oh, this s- has been in my. Uh, you know, this is something I've been working on for well over a decade. I mean, it's it's been in in my head, but but to get it from you know concept to products to like packaged products to boxes and things. I mean, it, there are so many steps and and so many you know time horizons you have to keep in mind for for every one of those steps. So it's yeah. it's been. It, it, you know, nothing I ever thought I would do when I went to medical school. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Start a food company. Start a food company. I would have said like, "Yeah, you're crazy. I'm never going to do that." That well, you know, it's actually it's actually uh, that's the type of integration we need in our society is doctors starting food companies. I, I love it. Yeah, it, it, you know, th- there is there there is knowledge, <laughs> you know, that that we have that we can help people with and and. And but but I you know to be to be fair I couldn't have done this without the help of a whole bunch of other people that could help me maneuver this you know I mean idea to to real product that's a that's that's a journey and you know what do I know about contract manufacturing what do I know right about mm-hmm. package design and you know so so I had to have people to, to help me. Luckily, I am surrounded by, by an amazing team of people that, that work tirelessly because they believe in the same thing I believe, which is we can improve health through the most basic thing, which is how we eat. And so right now, this is all sold direct to consumer. Yes, it is. It is not on on grocery shelves or store shelves. And here's another learning point. There are so many layers of cost that are added between, you know, the the manufacturer and, you know, and and a grocery shelf. And so the price of the of the items goes up and up and up. And we wanted to keep our cost focus on ingredients. And we want, you know, because that's ultimately the reason why we're so sick, you know, you, as you say, cheap food is not cheap, um, but that's what we're eating. However, it's one of the reasons is because there's so many layers of cost added. Where, where do you, where do you take the the price out? Well, at the very beginning, from what you put in the box. Right. So I'm going to talk a little bit about these sprinkles just to give a yeah. people a, a sense of it. So it's oat bran, white chia seeds, flax seeds, dried cranberries, um, apple juice, contrary, almonds, walnuts, raisins, and plant cereals, and sesame. Sterols, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So no processed sugar and nothing, nothing like nothing. that. I mean, there's, there's, you know, the cranberries naturally are going to have because they're dry. They're going to have a, they have apple juice concentrate in them because otherwise they'd be little rocks. But we don't add any sugar, nothing. I mean, it's just, it is, it is what it is. And it's amazingly delicious. And that's actually the, the, the start of the whole idea. You know, I would tell you that this all goes back almost 20 years. And it started with the sprinkle. Started with the sprinkles. Put some sprinkles in your yogurt and add some healthy food to lower your cholesterol. Um, you're listening to Food Freedom Radio on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. We'll be right back after this break. Welcome back to Food Freedom Radio. I'm Laura Hedlund, and we're talking about a cardiologist who became a food as medicine entrepreneur. 
Um, but first, uh, I wanted to let people know about um, a wonderful event on Saturday, September 25th from noon to 5 o'clock with our friends at Sweetie Pie Project, um, harvesting the fruit of our ancestors. Uh, they got a, a million garden movement. Um, uh, they have this uh, wonderful event going on, um, 12 to 5. There's great music, especially at 1 o'clock, and that's at the Celestial Garden, um, 2210 Emerson Avenue North. So if you want more information about that, you can go to Project Sweetie Pie. Uh, love that. And I'm also going to be at the Minneapolis Farmer's Market this Sunday and the Tolveson. We're at Tolveson booth. We're going to be talking about food and pork farmers there. So um, I have a wonderful weekend and what oh, great weather. I mean, I'm just, mm. it's like finally, it's like, wow, this I is. I love this time I of year. I love this time yeah. of year. It is yeah. so awesome. So um, Dr. Elizabeth uh, Claudius, tell us again a little bit about your background in case someone's just joining us now. Oh, sure. So I'm a practicing clinical cardiologist uh, interested especially in prevention. I trained at Mayo Clinic and Johns Hopkins and I've been I've been at this for over 25 years, <laughs> which seemed to have just flown by. And, and I started a food company to solve a problem no one else was solving, which was addressing the, the root cause of disease um, in a convenient, simple way. Step one, food. So uh, your website and the cost and how that works. Yeah, so so the um, the website is um, steponefoods.com. Um, and the you know, in terms of cost, the on average for twice a day, uh, for two servings per day, you're going to be somewhere between four dollars and four fifty uh, per day, which, you know, compared to a, a cup of coffee at Starbucks, right? it's 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 right right in line. But the other thing I would say is you have to remember, this is a substitute. It's not an add-on. So I can make a pretty cogent argument that, you know, for some people, this costs nothing. It's just a different way to spend your money. It depends upon, you know, kind of what you're you're eating otherwise. So um, we've tried to make it as as affordable as as we possibly can. Again, all our, you know, all our (laughs) costs go into the the ingredients. And um, and people can of course augment it with trying to eat healthier foods. Like oats Ab- are actually really cheap. Oats absolutely, absolutely. Eating right. I mean, this is the thing. It's like some sort of misconception that to, to, to eat healthy you have to spend a lot of money. Not true. Not true. And yet, on some hand, some people will say, um, yeah, but if I'm looking at the store, the apple and the avocado is as much as the Big Mac meal. You know. So I mean, it's. I agree with you, and I I totally believe that you know, once you start cooking with the lentils, mm-hmm. but it's a whole systems problem. I mean, even the farm bill subsidizes corn syrup, but fruits and vegetables are not to the same level. So, I mean, we have so many systematic problems. Pure. But as a as a species, heart disease is the leading cause of death. And the way we eat is really contributing to that. Yeah. And especially with children. I mean, 7% of children, which might be underrated, right, yeah. have cholesterol problems. Yeah. Why is that? Well, uh, again, it's it's nutrition. If you look at the the statistics that 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 are coming out recently, it's it's so disheartening. Sixty seven percent of the calories consumed by you know by 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 children are coming from ultra processed foods. So two thirds of calories that they're consuming are coming from ultra processed foods. During the pandemic. 
it, it you know the the statistics have gotten even worse you know in august of of 2019 19 percent of u.s children were obese which is which is astonishing even of itself 19 percent is really high this august 20 go forward august 2020 um it was 22 percent i mean it is just you know we are we are um eating ourselves into a premature grave and I was I was on a trip. A seven year old was with me, and we went to the amusement park. And I was shocked. I mean, really, what can we eat? There's chips, cheese, or fried meat, and this was a vegetarian. So it's like, I guess I'll have the macaroni and cheese with some chips. I mean, and fries, and macaroni. And I mean, it was that bad. It really was. Yeah. And it it and it's. I want to talk a little bit about the emotions that we feel around this because I think. Um, um, I, I love this quote from Thomas Jefferson that there's no truth that I w- would wish unknown in the world. And I, I kind of started this show like even me having high cholesterol, I, I feel yeah. almost some sense of shame. And I think oh. it's that sense of shame that keeps our entire culture blocked. And how do we just open ourselves up so that we can make better choices for our children? Yeah, um, it's it's hard. It is hard. I You know, I, I wish I could say, you know, just, well, Duh, just it's easy. Just you know, just go do this, and 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 it's not it. And and um, it, you know, you talked earlier about the about the food subsidies and USDA and you know farm bills, etc. And and honestly, that's where I would have loved to have started. You know, like go upstream, right? Like right, solve upstream. solve solve the you know solve the fundamental issues that have that have gotten us here. But honestly, the system is so messed up. And it would take so long. And, and my patients need something today, right? So that, that's what led me to this. Um, but, as, you know, but again, as far as, as, as children and making, making changes, um, I would go back to the, the, not the notion, but the fact that it's not about perfection. Perfection is really, really hard to achieve, again, in a very imperfect environment. Um, but even small changes, you know, add up to add up to huge things over time. LDL, bad cholesterol, it's a cumulative risk factor. It's a cumulative risk factor. So if you can delay your child's elevated LDL for a year or two or five or ten, you know, that that has profound effects when they're adults. So it's, you know, it's, it's starting early. It's modeling good behaviors as, you know, and habits as, as best as you can. It's providing choices for, for children to have at the, at, the, at the, you know, at the table and always having a good choice. You know, when, when my kids were, were in high school, I used to send them home with, with you know, I mean, not home, but, but to school with, with, the, with the bars. So at least they'd have something nutritious, you know, at the, you know, at, at, during after school activities. Did they eat them all the time? No, I mean that you know. I wish they did, but they didn't. But at least they had. They, they at least had the opportunity for for something better. And eventually, they ate more and more. And and now they're they're great. They're great eaters. Yeah. So tell us again, last minute, um, how people can learn about um, learn more about this. And- yeah. So I would I would encourage your your listeners to go to steponefoods.com. And you know the 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 site is not just about selling you food. I have a huge blog section there. I write every week about a nutrition topic. Um, there's something to be learned, even if you don't buy the food. And and I would encourage everyone to get interested in this. We have so much control over our health. We have the power to heal, and we just need to use that power more often and, and more intentionally. 
Yeah, and 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 that's exactly right. And and not uh, not be afraid, but to move into that power to heal and 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 realize it's not necessarily our individual faults. Yes, but it's something about the whole system and how we come into it and how we can shift that whole system. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, and and I guess my final my final big word of encouragement is um, you don't look back, look forward. You can actually undo this. The data shows you can reverse some damage that has happened by changing what you eat today. Change what you eat today. So thank you so much, Dr. Elizabeth Claudis, and uh, with Step One Food. Um, new nutrition, health, well-being, pretty good over here. <laughs> Have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy the sun.